0: back to the Social Introvert Podcast. This is your host, Marcel Gill, and we're back with Season 8, Episode 8, and this chapter is on astrology. Something that I've, well I don't want to say recently gotten into, but at at least for the better part of a year to a year and a half, I'd say I've been looking into and experimenting with astrology (laughs) Uh, Did I just say experimenting? (laughs) That's crazy. Experimenting with astrology. And um, I found it beneficial. And I believe everybody will find it beneficial. Um, When people say they have attitudes or I'm just like this or I grew up this way or that's just how I am. A lot of times they don't know why they are that way. So here I am presenting you with astrology which is a way to find out why you are the way that you are. Um, Now, everything may not be 100% accurate, but I can guarantee you, if it's not on the bullseye, it's around the outskirts of the bullseye. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. I hope you all enjoy, and I hope you all are having a great Tuesday afternoon. And I hope that you are in a place where when you listen to this, can learn apply and share with your friends and family so let's go astrology I went into a brief description of astrology earlier but now we can dive in a bit more whether you believe in it or not astrology is true there are several different versions of astrology with tropical and sidereal being the most popular Tropical is based more so on you as an individual, your personality, and your traits. Tropical is explained by the relationship of Ra, or Ray, the sun, as it relates to Geb, Earth. While sidereal is indicative of Ray's connection to Newt, the skies, and the cosmos. Therefore, sidereal astrology gives us a much more accurate picture of things to come. A short astrology consists of the twelve zodiac signs, which we all know: Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, in that order. And on a side note, um, there are some zodiac charts that include Ophiuchus. I don't know if I'm saying that right Ophukis or however you say it The 13th zodiac um, Some include them some don't But in my book I didn't include it so. We also have the planets Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune and Pluto The earth is not included because we live here And your sun sign takes the place of it There are also a few other important figures Like our north and south nodes Part of fortune, retrogrades and much more The the planets represent our vitality within us and how we relate to the rest of the world. We have personal planets that give us insight on how we are. We have social planets that express how we interact with people. Transpersonal planets that deal with spirituality and the subconscious mind. And lastly, the luminaries, which deals with your essence and emotions. Then we have a 12-house system which helps you to peel back the layers of your patterns, attitudes, where you are great at, and where you can do much better at. Each of the 12 houses is responsible for a specific area of your life and is ruled by a specific zodiac sign. As a Pisces on the tropical side, water is my element, which allows me to adapt to any environment, be it naturally intuitive and spiritual. Spirituality is ruled by the 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces. This was amazing when I first found this out because I have always been drawn to the occult, esoteric, Kemet, ancient Egypt, since I was a child. Side note, there are people moving, so I might go inside. <laughs> uh, I embarked on my astrological quest as a result, which is exactly what my natal chart said what I would do, and began to remove the filters from personal life and life in general. Which is also what my chart said I would do. The study of you requires in-depth analysis of your natal charts. You again meaning your own universe. Impossible possible it is to claim to know yourself without knowing your astrological makeup. I'll be the first to tell you studying yourself will hurt and will destroy your ego. As I am up writing this book at 0203 in the morning... Or in the middle of the night, my reality was exposed while studying my charts. I discovered some hard truths about myself that made me a bit uneasy, but rest assured that the remedies to my problems were also discovered. You see, if a person with no knowledge of their natal charts, they still, for the most part, can see their own flaws and simply do the opposite of that to fix it. They are the surface issues and work to fix those instead of getting to the root cause of the issue. Very similar to how pharmaceutical companies create drugs with the intent to relieve pain and symptoms, not to cure the underlying disease. When we fix surface issues without looking at the root, we essentially put a band-aid on our problems with temporary short-term solutions. Astrology is here to clear up any misconceptions and grant you the ultimate option, learn yourself and transform or intentionally hold yourself back. I remember back in childhood all the way up to early adulthood when I would have mental or emotional breakdowns about where I was in my life, then go through transformations and reinvent myself. What's amazing about it is that I can go back through my charts, look at the sky during the times of these transformations, and get a better understanding of what happened. The first thing I should do is look at my first house. My first house describes me as an individual in my personality. The sun in my first house shows that I am extremely optimistic, full of vibrant energy, hyper self-awareness, and have a strong will. I guess this is why I put so much emphasis on enforcing our will and the universe. One of the major lessons I am supposed to learn while here in this realm is learning about myself. My first book was Get Rid of Yourself, and this book is called Hack Yourself. What I'm doing is laying out the blueprint for those that feel lost and without direction. The war is literally for your mind. There is a reason the powers that be give you religion instead of astrology. Religion enables you to rely on the unknown and unproven. Most religions give you gods to worship worship and pray to. that only respond when you believe they do. Astrology allows you to go back in the past as far as you want to discover what situations mean. You can predict the future with astrology so you can prepare to take advantage of the planetary alignments, retrogrades, conjunctions, and more. As far as the present, it gives you perspective of your life and why you are, where you are in your life. This doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything until transits take place and eclipses consume the sky. You still have your will, and that can take you anywhere. Astrology just makes it easier for you to maneuver towards your desires and obtain fulfillment. The 12 houses will guide you in the area that greatly influence your actions, motivations, spiritual beliefs, sex life, friendships, and more. The first house, as I've already stated, is responsible for your individuality or identity. The second house is all about your self-worth, like possessions, earning ability, and self-esteem. The third house is about knowledge, your relationships as they involve your siblings and your environment. The fourth house is about home, family, and your foundation and life. The 5th house speaks on your creativity, fun, children, risk, and romance. The 6th house is about your work, life, and service, health, and personal responsibilities. The 7th house deals with relationships in the form of partnerships and intimate relationships slash marriage. Your 8th house deals with transformation such as rebirth, death, resources, and sex. The ninth house informs you about your beliefs like philosophy, social areas of higher education, law, travel, and religion. The 10th house, also known as the Midheaven, represents your public reputation, how you are perceived by others, and life goals. The 11th house is about personal goals, community, friends, and group settings. Lastly, the 12th house is spirituality, the subconscious, privacy, and past karma. One thing that I recommend is that you sit down and write every house down that was listed along with the attributes associated with it, and write down what you think is going on in each of these houses. Record your strengths and weaknesses in each area, and any significant event that has taken place during your life in each one of those houses, and the why behind it. Once finished, compare that to your actual NATO charts and interpretations to see where you differ. Every single detail may not relate exactly to your situation from interpretation, which is why I encourage you to learn more about astrology on your own. Since I've broken down the houses, now it's time to reveal each sign, planet, and luminary and what it rules over. We'll start with the luminaries the sun and the moon. The sun is associated with purpose, the self, and the core of who you are. The sun generally takes about 30 years to pass through a sign depending on the degree of your sun at your birth next we have the moon which corresponds with your daily habits, patterns and emotions understanding your sun and moon and your charts and their placements helps break down as a structure to the foundation so that you can rebuild in the way you see fit you are the sun in, the, in your natal chart The sun is who you are and the moon is what you are. As for the planets, I'm going to start with their elements first and then explain what each planet governs. The element of fire is shared among the Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo. These people tend to enjoy adrenaline, pumping action, and attention. The element of earth is shared with Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. These are stable people who tend to be more realistic about things. Next, we have the water signs, which consist of Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. The people in this sign are generally very self-protective and intuitive. Lastly, we have the air signs of Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini are the talkers and doers in the zodiac. Now that we know the elements, let's dig a little deeper and investigate what the planets are responsible for. Mercury is responsible for your thinking and communication. Venus reigns over money, harmony, possessions, and relationships, intimate and non-intimate. Mars powers your action and independence. Jupiter is one I think we all recognize. Jupiter's spin or frequencies are associated with success, optimism, progression, and even money. Saturn rules over responsibilities, limitations, and boundaries. Uranus controls inventions, quick changes, and being your true original self. Neptune oversees dreams, spirituality, mysticism, and an esoteric knowledge. And finally, Pluto is all about renewal and transformation. There are a few more parts that I need to make known to you all in the form of retrogrades, Pallas Athene, and Vesta. I promise y'all are these <laughs> these are the last parts of astrology Out will There's much more to astrology, but because this book is about empowering yourselves, I'm bringing up the asteroids that deal with power and wisdom. There are others like Juno, chiron and ceres but once you familiarize yourself with this magic you will learn everything there is to know for retrograde, this should have been included with shadow work because this affects you on a deep personal level as the planet from earth seem to be obstructed and appear to move backwards using context clues we can assume that we're going to have some obstacles to overcome during these time periods Retrogrades are there to teach us lessons and give us opportunities to test our maturity and level of growth. I'm going to lean more so to the personal retrograde so that gives you room to study the transitory retrogrades as those affect everybody, not just you. When a planet is in retrograde in your chart, it means that the planet is closer to the earth than it usually is. So the energy of that planet is much more acute, You would certainly feel it too. Take for instance, my personal Jupiter retrograde. A Jupiter retrograde has everything to do with me challenging the status quo. This means I question society's beliefs, religions, philosophies, and then compare them to my own knowledge and beliefs. Muhammad Ali had a Jupiter retrograde. He challenged society on their practices and prejudices, and we saw the major impact he had globally. I am writing this book today to challenge society's views on self-help, astrology, and the power of our mind. The war is essentially for your mind. I'm here to see evidence for belief systems and worldviews contrary to my own with definitive proof that they work, not evidence. I do not like to believe, I like to know. All of this is a part of Jupiter going retrograde in my chart. Sometimes my adrenaline for an intense debate flares up and I join chat rooms to have these discussions to learn from and teach people with different perspectives. Next, I want to bring up Pallas Athene. She is the goddess of wisdom and justice, so naturally, she would rule over knowledge and understanding. Depending on where she is in your chart, she will inform you of how to make decisions. Being that I am a Pisces on the tropical side, if she were to be under that sign, it is said that I would base my decisions from the heart. This asteroid is associated with the Aquarius sign and the planets Mercury and Uranus. Lastly, we will talk about Vesta to wrap up the astrology portion. Vesta is known as the protector of family and demonstrates your approach of giving to others as a pisces on the tropical side if it were under the pisces sign in my chart my giving would be classified as compassionate the sign is associated with virgo and the powerful scorpio a planet that governs vesta is the transformational and generational pluto When you look at your charts now, you can start to get a deeper meaning in your life from a general standpoint. You have basic knowledge about yourself, some of which I am sure you already knew, and some new information to take your life to the next level. I cannot possibly break down everything about astrology in this book, but you can certainly start doing research on your own to learn a lot more about yourself. This is the whole purpose of this book in astrology, to put in the actual work to learn and apply that knowledge. I want us to grow and become greater, even if it's 0.0001% a day. And there you have it, folks. (laughs) Astrology is now complete. That is the seventh chapter of the book. Which means next week I'll be rating the conclusion of the book. So we've made it this far. I am glad that um, you all are here, listening in, tuning in, and learning everything um, that you need to know in order to better yourself. And, and since we're on the topic of astrology, um, we should talk about what's going on today in astrology. Neptune goes retrograde. What does that mean? As stated in the book that means that the planet seems obstructed in the sky and that it appears to be going backwards. And a lot of times when planets go retrogrades, you will definitely feel it. Seem like things aren't going right, things aren't going the best way, but that's not for every retrograde. So if we talk about Neptune, um, basically it means that, uh, I'll just read something for you. Be prepared to swim in the deep end of the ocean for the next six months and let your heart navigate you through the murky waters ahead. Our intuition has been strong, but now we are starting to second-guess ourselves, which will be the vibe, during the next six months. Stay true to your feelings and trust your gut. Even though it may be challenging following your instincts, only they can lead you towards the truth. And obviously over the next few days, um, the retrograde will be taking place and on different days where it affect more people than others depending on their natal charts and um I hope you can find remedy I hope you can find relief um I generally want the best for everybody um and I want everybody to learn so take this information as you will I am not an expert in astrology um or astronomy but um, I do utilize it and it does work I'll say 100% of the time it works and the reason why I say it works is because it describes you um, doesn't mean that everything is pinpoint accurate because at some point you're going to be biased towards yourself your ego is going to kick in and you're going to say no this, don't, this doesn't really apply to me but it actually does apply to you Right. So that self-defense mechanism kicks in when you see a truth about you that you don't like and you try and figure out a way to justify it um, for whatever reason. (laughs) Right. Um, But again, it does work. Um, Use it. Just try it one day. No, don't go look at a horoscope and figure out what's the day, what's it mean for Pisces of that day because there are different types of Pisces. There's different types of Virgos, Leos. There's different types. And then everybody's birthday is different. The time of birth is different. Um, The month sometimes can be different. Location is different. So don't just go look at a horoscope of the day. Go put in the time of your birth. Your longitude, latitude, your actual coordinates, so you can get the most accurate information about yourself, and study it, and see what happens. You'll learn a lot about yourself, and that is it for this podcast today, folks. Y'all can go on my website www.linktree.com/sa-netter s a n e t e r to find my book Get Rid of Yourself, my other book Hack Yourself, which I'm reading from today, my podcast, my music, as well as my stock options course. I'll be dropping some real dimes um, coming this next season Um, I'll be walking you all through a journey that I'm currently going through and hopefully this will be able to help you all um, find remedy in your life again folks that's it enjoy